Hello there! Are you ready to have some fun? This is the story of Rawl's Adventures, starring Ashley McLean as Rawl, the raccoon that always has some kind of scheme up his sleeve, Eli Royal as Doc, the impulsive and kind of bonkers guy that lives in the park, and hosted by Jason Hobbs. Come have a listen and a laugh! Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I am not your host, but I am Eli, and I'm playing Doc. I'm Ashley, and I'm playing Rawl. I'm Jason, I am your host, and sometimes like to make things up on the spot. Improv, baby! That being said, this episode is sponsored by, I don't know, horror? Drugs! No, not drugs. Well, Say yes. perhaps to drugs. Yes. Hey folks, it's Eli here with a quick ad break. This episode was recorded before our sponsor, Metallic Dice Gaming, came along. And uh, I personally bought their gold and purple metal dice. They're uh, metal and it's gold plating on the edges and numbers with uh, purple enamel in the middle. And I love them. They've uh, got your traditional dice. They've got metal dice. And they even have these stone dice. And... Uh, I'm about to get me some of that them amethyst test 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 amethyst dice myself. Uh, go to metallicdicegames.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD for ten percent off anything in the store. Uh, all right, back to the episode. There are many wonderful drugs that will help you with many horrific problems. Just make sure that you get the right drugs for the right problems and don't use too much. Yep, rubbing alcohol is for outside pain. Whiskey is for inside pain. Mm. That's too real. Stop. Questionable. (laughs) I should not be trusted for advice. I'm I'm rebranding the sponsor to questionable uh, medical advice from not a doctor, Eli. I think what's important here is that I can call myself a doctor as long as I don't give medical advice, or rather, charge people for medical advice. Ah, horrific but true. The things things I've seen. Anyway, let's move on to dead children. Because that's so much better. (laughs) Well, missing children that are... They're dead. Spoiler alert. Anyway, we left off in a creepy abandoned farmstead that you guys got sent to by Columbo, the dog that's clearly not a dog, who still insists he's a dog. Uh, to figure out who exactly is tampering with his portal network and perhaps, for more money, apprehend them yourselves. And you have arrived in this farmstead and you have gone to the storage house for all of their excess goods. And Rawl, while while settling in for the night with the newspaper as a blanket, has just read a headline that reads missing children and there's there's five miscellaneous missing children and it's all and the article is dated from about 2 years ago and at the same time there was a rustling noise in the back that David was that David was investigating yeah. so with that raw or sorry David got a uh, a 12 no uh, David got a 7 Still getting used to the fact that he's not a wild card and the, the split's weird. Well, a seven is still a success. And this guy's not exactly being stealthy, so... David 
stumbles across what appears to be a um, somewhat emaciated looking, shall we call it a dwarf, who is currently rummaging around through the boxes looking for food supplies. And he suddenly turns and looks at Dave and goes, oh, Back! Back, you mutt! And starts trying to fend him off with some sort of... Honestly, it's 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 just a, a tiny pick-tooth-like dagger. David will try and intimidate him. Well, that should be fairly easy. He's David got a five. David got a five. He begins to slowly back up towards a crack in the wall. It's about maybe fist-sized. He's to back towards it. And as he begins to back towards it, you hear the sound of squeaks coming from the inside of the foundation. Child-eating mice, you say? Mm, I'm saying there's mice in the walls. Uh, Doc will go and investigate what the heck. Because uh, David clearly starts yeah. barking. Yeah, well, he's growling really loudly. Yeah. We're all going to follow behind. All right, and Mayhew's, Mayhew's also here. I just don't want her personality to get in the way of yours, so she's going to be mostly quiet. That's fine. Oh, hey there, this buddy. Is not, My this name's is not Doc. Her adventure. And he's like, can you call off your dog, sir? Uh, Please? Hey, David, th- I keep telling you that is not how you make friends. Man, you, you got to calm down, all right? I know you get really anxious because you just, you know, we all need, it's hard to make friends as an adult. We all know that. And at this point, Rawl and Doc can make notice checks as well. For noises, if anybody has anything that helps them with noises. Well, again, fittingly, Rawl is not paying attention. Doc, however, you begin to hear the squeaking from the walls as well. Sounds like rats. Aw, rats. Are you making a comment? Doc, or... Now, there's a bunch of rats in the walls. What? What are we doing <gasps> here? You mean... You mean... You mean... And, he, and the guy just takes off and dives through the open window. I mean, honestly, I feel like David would chase him because he ran. All right. And... And, and then, of course, Doc chases David. <laughs> yep. So... He runs off, dives through the open window. He doesn't shatter it, unlike Rawl. It's not a he's not a vandal. Well, he is a vandal, but he's not a Look, it's complicated. I mean, as Rawl dumps through the window following Doc, he's just gonna shatter the, the groundhog's back. But the door's open is what I'm saying. Like the window's open. It's not shut. There's there's nothing to shatter when it's open. And David bounds after him. Doc is like, wait, David, no, that's not how you make friends. And Rawl's just like, alright, I guess I'm following Doc. Again. We're following this person that we shouldn't more than likely trust. And Doc's gonna follow up. And he's gonna basically keep on trying to run unless you guys do anything different. Because I'm pretty sure that... David can keep up with him. David's base pace is 10. Oh, so he doesn't get to the window. He gets to just before the window. Oh, wow. And David basically leaps and tackles him to the ground. 
Because he's a he's a big dog. Real big boy. You don't understand. They're in the walls. They're after me. They're after me. David, come on, man. You know the rule. You can't just be giving people hugs when you first meet them. Some people are uncomfortable with that. Raul was just like, Doc, you don't know if we should trust this dude. Who are you? And why are you freaking out about the rats? Look, they've been following me for the past five, no, six days. They, they've been... They've been eating all my food. I came here looking for for more, but they keep on following me. I mean, do you owe them money? What? No. I mean, that's a legitimate question, man. Oh, you're one of them, aren't you? Depends on what I'm, you're talking about. I'm pretty sure I'm just one of me. And he is very clearly confused and terrified. Maybe, maybe a little bit not right in the head, but mostly confused and terrified. Hey, Rawl. I think this guy might be crazy. I think you're right. What should we do with him? What? You're the people who owe money to rodents. Hey, I'm fully paid on my rent, thank you. Yeah, same. You're what the is... one who probably hasn't paid your debts. Look, if you could call off your pound, sir, I'll be on my way. I'll pull David off of him. And he er, jumps through the open window and takes off running. Never to be seen again. You were fun. This is what happens when people don't pay their rent. And at that point, well, you don't. You haven't gone going through the boxes yet. So never mind. I'm going to be honest with you. Doc isn't going to go through the boxes. All right, Raul, make another notice check. Uh, Raul got a five. All right. You begin rummaging through, and some of the boxes contain half-rotten food supplies. Other boxes that are a little bit better constructed do contain uh, a variety of perishables. Um, However, even these have just on the cusp of starting to rot and turn bad. There's actually a fine layer of dust on a lot of these containers as well. However, there is a scent of just rot and decay wafting from one of the boxes in the corner. Do we want David to... Doc's just going to walk over and open it. Alright, well, you walk over to open it, and tucked away in this little cubbyhole is a very, very heavily gnawed human skeleton that, again, looks like it's been here for a couple of years. That's disgusting. Excuse me, sir, I have to go look at this box. No reply. I'm gonna go open the box. Alright, you open the box, and it's actually relatively small, only... Because the rest of these are, are, again, storage barrels and bins. This is maybe the size of a jewelry box and inside is a a single clasp necklace uh, made of shall we say gold ooh pretty doc just puts it on all right i should make that cursed but i won't cuz that wasn't the plan well it's like doc you look real pretty now yeah i got me my gold chains and it it does have a clasp to it if you want to open it Oh, you mean a locket? Yeah, it's like a locket, yeah. Yeah, because a clasp is what holds it to your neck. 
Oh, no. no I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lock it. Yeah, I'll open it up. And it basically just says, to Edna, my love, may, we, may, may our partnership always burn bright. And there's basically, there is a half-elf and a uh, tiefling side by side. Very, very good looking. Very happy looking couple. Very simple. Uh, dressed in plain farm clothes. I can't read this. It's it's all it's all weird. Uh, Doc's actually no, yeah, looking at illiterate. it. No, he's not illiterate. He's just looking at it upside down. Oh, man! You gotta you gotta flip that right side up. You'll be able to read it then. No, oh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I wonder who Edna is. What did it say? I don't know. Something about Edna. Okay. They must have maybe lived lived here or something. I don't know. All right. Well, it's bedtime. Yeah, at this point, the sun is dipped below the horizon. Oh yeah, and try not to wake up the dead guy. There's a dead guy in the corner. Yeah, there's a skeleton that looks like it's been heavily chewed up right by this lockbox. No, I I know that. I just rolled it. Oh. I think would have would have been paying attention enough. Well, then uh. Rawl sees the skeleton now, close ah. enough to it. I'm going to go up front in the main room and get my newspaper and use that as my blanket. And the rats have not gotten into the main room yet. There's some sort of divider that's kept them out. Doc just cuddles up with David and goes to sleep. Alrighty. I need... Well, is anybody taking a watch is the question. No. No. Cool. I need you to both make spirit checks. Does David need to make a spirit check? No. Because he is a dog. <laughs> I'm going to spend a Benny on that. I got a three. Hang on. Let me. How do you use a Benny? Use you just, just just say it and roll again. Yeah, you just there. have to say it before you find out if you succeed or fail. I had a system configured for it, but uh, I wasn't the one who did it, and I don't remember how to do it. Okay. So. Well, I can't use it then, right? Because I didn't say it ahead of time. No, you can use it because you don't know if you passed you or failed. You don't know if you've succeeded or failed. Okay, hang on. You don't know if they have penalties or not? Well, Doc got a nine. Uh, a three. All right. Well, again, fittingly, Doc, you have a dreamless, quaint sleep. Rawl, you are haunted by... Would Rawl know what a Varstag is? A Vargenstag? A Vargenstag. What do you know what a Vargenstag is? I don't know. I don't... Though, because he's just been hanging out in the streets of Seoul. Okay. Well, you're haunted by this. He's a thief. He would know what a Vargenstag is. Sorry. He's been to other places. Oh, right. being a thief doesn't mean he's been to other places. Oh, never mind. Then he's. Never mind. He just hang out, hangs out in Seoul then, mostly. Well. So he wouldn't know what Vargenstag is. I'm sorry. You, when you sleep, you're haunted by this humanoid skull. With these two branching antlers that has no flesh to it. It's just like all muscle. Like there's no skin. It's just all muscle. And there's a full muscular broad chest to it. It's, it's, it's not just a floating head. It's, it's a whole body. And it grins wickedly. Welcome, welcome. It's been so long since I've had a good visitor. 
<laughs> You'll deal with the interloper, won't you? What are you talking about, man? It's a dream. As far as you can tell, it's a dream. So he can't talk in his dream. Never mind, God. I mean, he can try, but... <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> that that will be, require another spirit roll. I mean... To see if to see if see if you can uh, what do they call it? Lucid dream. He can't do anything. He got... No. You just you see this this creepy entity that's just all literally all muscle. Like you, there is no skin with this human face and this these ant- twisting elk no moose like antlers. And it just says what it says. It's been so long since I've seen a visitor. Maybe you'll deal with the interloper. And you you awake with that sort of mocking laughter seared into the back of your mind. Yeah. I feel like you would just like land on Doc from waking up. Huh? What? Huh? Oh, hey. And Doc just grabs you. Like we're cuddling. He just accepts it. I just, I just had, I just had this dream, and there was this thing. And it was all muscle with, with, like a human, but it had like horns and stuff. Oh, like a tiefling? No, no, not like a tiefling. I they were like moose antlers or something. It was huge. That's pretty cool. I wish I had antlers. I'd sharpen them on rocks and hunt for fish. I mean, that would be amazing. However, this was terrifying. It's said to deal with the interloper. Am I an interloper? No, Doc, you're not an interloper. Oh, that's good. Alright, you can can, uh, stop cuddling me now. Uh, Okay. I mean, I appreciate it, but... um... I'm going to grab my newspaper and try to get back to sleep. Man, this woodchuck has a really high stealth score. <laughs> just shows up and disappears. I'm telling you, he's just waiting for the, you know, waiting for the op- So, try as you might to get a good night's sleep brawl. You just can't shake it out of your head. You take one point of fatigue. Non-lethal, just exhausting. Raw at this point has probably like sort of gotten closer to Doc because he doesn't want to admit that he wants to cuddle, but he's just gotten a little bit closer because he's terrified. So where do I do the fatigue thing? Um, so on your character sheet, right at the top side. under health, you got wounds on one side and fatigue on the other. Fatigue on the other. So you have one fatigue. Oh, there we go. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Just because you you aren't able to get a a good night's sleep, and sleep deprivation will really mess with you, as I'm currently experiencing a little bit. It's not that bad, but it's it's not as bad as Rawls experiencing, let me put it that way. But it's not good. And it's a new day. Um, It's a new dawn! It's It's a new life for me! I'm sorry, continue. It's not drizzling anymore, now it's just kind of misting. And a low fog has rolled in as the dawn begins to shine through the cracks in the frame and the foundation. Alright, I guess it's time to go home. And it would be pretty quaint if it weren't for the fact that 
there are no birds there is no bird song or crickets or frogs or anything there there's no sound of anything that is nature other than the wind rustling the grass that's unsettling and doc we can't go home yet we haven't unless you want to walk we haven't finished our mission and we came through a portal oh yeah i forgot what we're doing here yeah, we're supposed to find either the name of that dude that messed with the portals, or we're supposed to catch him and get more money. Oh. All right, well, let's go looking around. All right. How about we go to that place that was across the street? Okay. So I will move you to the entrance to the house. Rawl can, of course, smash through the window if he wants, but... I mean, he can, and he will. It's always a panic move. A panic move? Never mind. He's going to go through the door, then. Okay. And I'll move her to the back rank, where she belongs. And as you approach, this is clearly some sort of... I want to say barn, but, like, there's also, like, part of a bedroom connected to it yeah that makes sense like it's got a small a small bed and office area and the rest of it's just barn and as you walk in you're actually walking into the uh the office area and it is eerily quiet they got rid of it'd be research actually do you have research nope not because i got a zero nope well then we'll make it notice for simplicity's sake Technically, that would not be the skill, but I did not think of the consequences of my actions. Well, David can't technically do it unless he can read, because all he's going to find is paper. Yeah, he doesn't know how to read common. And then probably begin to shred said paper. (laughs) Unless he's a really good boy, in which case he won't. He's not a particularly good boy. (laughs) Well... Doc, you don't find anything of note rummaging through the drawers, and David doesn't smell anything of interest to him as a dog. Rawl, though, you find a business manifest uh, from a man named Alexio Varquette, and it basically describes him being hired as a farmhand by one of the uh, one of the lovers. To assist around, well, well, around the place. And there's also a, basically describes him as a, uh, about five foot three human male. Not particularly bulky, actually almost has a sort of a runner's build with, he's older, definitely has some wrinkles to him, some salt and pepper hair. And is quite skilled with uh, manual labor and tasks that require a great deal of quickness and reaction time. And you also find some sort of journal, which is from one of the other farmhands, which describes the same individual basically going out and uh, torturing the local wildlife because reasons 
And it also describes him going through and trying to steal the jewelry of the uh, owners of the estate on several occasions. The only reason that he didn't get reported is because the guy that caught him is writing this down in the journal is too afraid, you know, for his life and stuff. Yeah, that seems fair. Yeah. We're all is kind of reading over this and just kind of looks at David or to Doc and says, this is about this dude that got hired here. I guess he lived here and uh, he was uh, in his journal. He's saying that he's killing animals and stealing jewelry and it's kind of bonkers. Yeah, that is pretty nuts. I mean, who just goes around killing animals? I don't know. And actually, I need to make another roll to see what happens. Because Rawl got a 10, which is a raise and a little bit more. He's got a fatigue of a minus one, so he got nine. It's already applied. It's already applied. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't mean to roll your stealth. My bad. Disregard that. <laughs> okay. I feel like the only thing that Raw would say in response to Doc is maybe that thing in my dream would go after animals. And the Master Assassin Ninja rolled a two. Oh. Nerd. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. He, he's not human. He's actually a an elf. And he's he's. I'm gonna change the age to make it more what I described because that's less important. But he is an elf. And basically what happens is as you're rummaging about the place, you hear uh, a stair creak from around the corner and a, oh, shh. Rawl immediately pulls his knife out. Yeah. Who's there? No response. Where but did you say this came around the from? corner. Oh, Doc didn't hear anything. Yeah, it's it's from around the corner and on the stairs. All right, well, we're all going to kind of creep along. Because he's done rummaging. He's like crouched to the ground. Yeah, the, the, the rays gave a, an opportunity for the stealth to fail. That's <laughs> pretty much what it is. Okay. Um, are you attempting to be stealthy or are you just getting ready for a fight? I think he would attempt to be stealthy because he's trying to figure out what the fuck that was. Okay, make a stealth check of your own. God, why does he roll so bad with everything? <laughs> not great. Yeah, that's not an ideal one. Yeah. Well, uh, let me put it this way. You're not hidden. Nope. Roll got a two. Remember also to say your rolls. Uh, and Alexio got a uh, a five. Doc's just going to go and follow Roll. All right. And What's going on, buddy? Basically watching you guys. It's like, did you see that dude? Uh, I guess Doc and David will make uh, notice rolls. Well, you're still not around the corner yet, but you might be able to hear him. Doc you... only got a four, so he doesn't hear him. David, however, got a six. Oh. David can smell him. Yeah, David's going to move over here and start growling. And he smells faintly like brimstone. And I'm going to unhide him from the map. Do-do-do-do-do. 
And you see a man, uh, base again, older, salt and pepper hair, elvish, with what appears to be black leather armor, the color of the night, with a single black, almost obsidian-looking, curved dagger that permanently is stained with the blood of some unlucky victim. Standing at the top of the stairs as you round the corner, which I'm going to put you here. That way you're actually around the corner to see him. Hi, my name's Doc. Brawl is like, Doc, you should not be introducing to yourself <laughs> to a guy that is holding a sword. Dagger. Alexio Varquette, at your service. Unfortunately, you have found me here, so it's time for initiative. Yeah, baby. It's time for you to die. Well, when you gotta go, you gotta go. <coughs> Doo doo. Not me. Uh, doo 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 doo. You don't do anything to roll in this system, right? Nope. No. Okay. And still, they get to go first because. Despite having quick and level-headed, I did not get higher than a jack. So Rawl, with the Ace of Spades, the best card aside from Joker... The Ace of Spades! ...is going first. I feel like Rawl would... Actually, Rawl's just gonna scamper up the stairs and try to attack this dude. Okay. Yeah, he only has um, his dagger. Okay. Should I just um, roll fighting for that? Yeah. Okay, sweet. So if you... No. No? Well, I mean, you can you, you can take that, but on your character sheet, if you scroll down, you have a weapons. You have a weapon. Yeah, your dagger should be on there as well, yeah. And it should roll the attack no. and the damage. Yeah, that's well, great. that's better. So that's a 10 to hit, even with the fatigue, which does hit him. Do I just take the the higher number? No. No. So how that works for the damage is the the bonus damage is if you get a raise. Uh, Actually, you did get a raise because his parry is a six. So you actually add them together. So you dealt 18 damage. Rawl just ran up and went, ah, and stabbed him right in the kidney. Yeah. And he was very much not expecting that. So, two wounds. He's got some pretty, pretty awesome armor. Helped shield most of that blow, but he is very badly hurt. As you end up with a, ah, and you just shank him right in the thigh. And he was not expecting that at all. Like, he was expecting, like, a body shot. And you just pull up and rip up a good portion of his leg. Yep. It's like, ah! And he he, he mutters a bunch of expletives about you being a raccoon and him being a racist. That being said, it is now uh, Doc's turn. All right. Doc just goes, oh, okay. And he runs up and goes to hit him with his stick. All right. I got a six. That hits. 
That does connect. For eight damage. Which would shake him. So he is now shaken. And he was previously shaken, too. Mm. Because so when you take wounds, wounds, you are shaken. So he's at three wounds. Doc just cracks him over the head with the staff. He's like, ow! Who are you people? I told you, my name is Doc. Pay attention. And he doesn't like being insulted, but he also doesn't like being shanked more, so he's going to try and attack. (laughs) Raw. (laughs) However, he got a negative one. (laughs) He's seeing triple. And with the plus one to hit from it being a special item, he got a zero. So funny. Again, he's not used to fighting beast folk. He, he's 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 used to fighting taller people, so he just goes way wide. Goes right over Rawl's head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure he doesn't have any... Nope. Nope, he doesn't. He's really good when he catches people off guard. Otherwise, he's terrible. But that's not for him. That's for the other thing. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. He doesn't have resistance, but other things do. That's his turn. And uh, Mayhew is gonna do a magic. So she is going to cast Bolt. Her crossbow of concussive force, uh, which does hit with a seven, which does six damage, which doesn't do much. So what happens is she flicks out her concussive crossbow, fires a single bolt, and it impacts his armor, but the blow is actually almost completely deadened by his leather armor. Almost as if it's been absorbed into it. And nothing happens. David, the direwolf. David, the direwolf's going to run up and try and bite him. Alrighty. He scampers up the stairs. That hits. Yep, six for six damage. And he bites into the leather, but this has actually been hardened, and he's not quite able to bite hard enough to get through it. Aw, oh, poor boy. His, his leather armor is saving his hide right now, literally. And deal to turn order item. Actually, there we go. <gasps> and then she got Black Joker. He got robbed. Alright, well, he actually has... Can I not? There it goes. Well, that didn't do what I wanted, but technically he's going after uh, Mayhew. Because he has the Queen of Hearts. You can actually just physically move him around on the tracker. Oh, uh, yeah. There we go. Problem solved. Yeah, there's there's no integrated way to make the uh, quick and level-headed edges work, so I'm basically dealing him two extra cards. And actually, technically, that's a four, so I should deal him another one. That's a six. So yeah, no, he's still getting on uh, Queen of Hearts. So, and Doctor Mayhew is going to attempt to shoot him again because she's really disappointed with her first shot. Normally works way better than that. She kind of sighs and smacks her crossbow again and pulls the trigger at him. Very experimental technology, which 
does hit for, with a five. And again, doesn't do much with a seven damage. Doesn't she get a plus two because of her joker? She does, which means she sakes him, which means he's dead. Dang, she took him out. So she fires the concussive bolt, and it it hits his armor, and it, it doesn't seem to do a whole lot, but he's already, like, he's got that thigh gash. David's currently shaking on him. He's already got a bruise swelling up on the side of his head from when Doc hit him. And this bolt just hits him in the chest, and as it does, he just crumples. And you hear, actually, Rawl. Eh, nah, spirit roll. Make spirit rolls as he crumples to the ground. Oh, shit. Doc's fine. Yep, Doc got an 11. Rawl is not. Rawl got a 1 again. Actually, yeah, 1. And I will also roll for Mayhew because this will impact combat. And she got a 4. So, what happens as he crumples to the ground? You all see this entity with this elongated almost elk-like snout but its maw is filled with these jagged jagged fangs and it has these spiraling deer-like horns uh stag-like horns actually yeah same thing and there is no muscle there is just bone and there's what appears to be blood and tendons just resting on the skull itself. And again, it's this whole entity with the rib cage and everything. And he's wearing a tattered black blood-stained cloak, and he appears to almost float in the air as he appears where Alexio fell. <laughs> well... I am most surprised that you found me. Well, Quick. who are you? I was just and about to ask you roll, that. Because you rolled a one on your spirit check to resist fear, we're going to spin the Wheel of Terror. I hate this wheel. Now, the good news is technically he doesn't cause fright because I didn't give him that. In hindsight, I probably should have, but whatever. So you're not going to die of a heart attack. Thank God. <laughs> and I rolled a six on the psychosis table from the horror companion. The distant look in this character's eyes speaks volumes about the horrors he's seen. He makes all notice rolls at a minus two. The good news is, this is not permanent. This is only for, believe, until the next rest. Because... You did not get permanently terrified, just temporarily. And this entity's just hovering in the air, and he's like, Good to meet you all, Doc. Hi, who are you? Who am I? Oh, I thought you would have heard of me. <laughs> I am Remor. I don't know who that is. Um, none of you have knowledge of cult, so I'll make you. I'll let you make. I think it's a lot funnier <laughs> on the off chance that the no. dice are ever in your favor. 
No, I've I've made the choice. Duck doesn't know who this is. Um, I haven't been in mine, so we will see. Nope, you have absolutely no idea. <laughs> Which is fair. He's fairly obscure. It makes it so much funnier that we don't know who this is. Checks out. He's just he's just there hovering menacingly. So, what brings you all here? To my little That's a really good question. Home. Oh yeah, somebody's messing with portals. Well, you found one of the two. You mean there's two people? Make a smarts roll. Joke's on you. Doc is really dumb. I should have I should have clarified specifically for Rawl, because he's the only one that has the trigger for the knowledge. But that's fine, because Doc rolled a two. Should I just do knowledge? Because it doesn't say Just do smarts. Smart. Just do smarts. It's in your attributes. And Rawl's not dumb, so... Well, that's a critical failure, but I'm going to throw you a bone. <laughs> so bad. Because I feel like Rawl would be smarter than this. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to give you directly the information, but I'll give you other information that may help you put two, two and two together. You have an idea that whatever spoke to you in that dream, this guy in front of you right now is the interloper he spoke of. You get the feeling they share the same murder playground. They may, they may or may not be mutual rivals and evilness. Mutual rivals? Yeah. You never got its name, though. No. Nope. No, definitely didn't. <laughs> it's just a scary thing in a dream. Mm-hmm. A dream that felt all too real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it definitely wasn't a normal dream, and it wasn't a vision. It felt like reality, but you couldn't speak, you couldn't move, you weren't in control of anything. Do you know this? I don't even know how he would phrase any of that. I feel like he's just too terrified to say anything at this point. Okay. What's wrong, little raccoon? Do I scare you? You are pretty freaky looking. Oh, yeah, man. You got stuff like hanging off your face. Yeah, how did that happen? Was it like an acid thing? It is. I was born this way. Well, it's definitely a face only a mother could love. No, indeed, and she loves it so much. That's that a weird way to said, say that. I don't like that. Mm, you're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I am ever the deal maker, and you seem to be, well, at least one of you, two of you, seem to be, shall we say, persons of quality. So, I think are he's you talking interested about in a David. little deal? I mean, I'm willing to hear you out. You leave this place and forget you ever saw me. And I won't rend you limb from limb. Or, alternatively, you could also let me get inside you. There's a great deal of power to be had from a being such as me occupying that mortal frame of yours. I'm going to hit him with my staff. Okay. Make fighting attack. 
I'm going to re-roll that. Okay. I got a 10. Well, ordinarily, that would miss because he's incorporeal. But because you got a 10, I shall say that you swing the staff and halfway through, it just, it just starts to pass through it. But halfway through, it solidifies and roll your damage. That's 13 damage. And while Doc does this, he yells out, I don't know you! That's my purse! <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then he looks at Rawl and goes, that's what they taught me at my self-defense class about stranger danger. Well, I never set up his statistics, so hold on. You weren't supposed to... Oh, no, wait. No, yes, I did. I didn't set up the other guy. I did set up this guy. Never mind. My Good bad. job, Doc. Yeah, hit him. <laughs> I anticipated you fighting this individual, just not the other one. Uh, let's see. Which is good, because the other one is scary. Self-defense is paying off. He has the same toughness, because he's just a... So, for those of you listening, I use the horror companion to build several of these monsters, and they're actually existing entities within the horror companion. I basically took a possessor from the horror companion... And uh, modified it just slightly. Uh, I basically merged it and the assassin from the sci-fi companion together into one entity. Uh, just to make it a little easier so I don't have to juggle two character sheets. Between the person he's possessing and him. Yeah, no, he only has a toughness of five base. So he would only have the six. He wouldn't have the armor. Okay, I guess I'll do the, the wound calculation on that then. You deal him a wound, and as you as you hit him, he like recoils in pain, pain that he hasn't experienced in a very long time, and he shrinks back from you. And as he does, he vanishes from your view. Well, that problem solved. Go us. I will return for your soul for that impudence. But at later moments, when you're a little bit more malleable. Oh, God, Doc. I say that if went pretty well. If you ever need well. a deal doing, Rawl, I'm always here for you. I will not be making a deal with that dude. And as far as you can tell, he's left the area. All right. Well, we kicked some ass. Probably should get out of this house now. Or barn. Yeah, probably. As you do that, Rawl, you hear the voice of the um, the skull face man with the muscle. <laughs> and the, the uh, moose. Dream? Yep. Okay. Good. Very, very good. Since I know there's little you can do against me, and I'm sure your employer will try, but we will most likely stalemate as we always do. A name to assist you on your acquisition of wealth. My name. And then it says in a very British, posh, like, almost aristocratic voice, which I can't do right now because I'm still in demon voice mode. My name is Morgo. 
My name is Morgo. Yes. Yeah, that's that. That's Morgo. exactly what it sounds like, more or less. Give that to Mr. Columbo for me. Okay. Bye. But Doc doesn't hear that again. Oh, only, Doc says nothing. Roll. And with that creepy note, we're going to end this episode. Oh, God. Any pluggables? Uh, yeah, I've been Eli. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok at Royal Artisan Props, R O Y A L L, and on Twitter at Royal Props. And uh, you can also usually find me skulking around abandoned farmsteads. I'm Ashley. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at amcosplayclean. I have a uh, YouTube channel, which is Aerosyl Prime, E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E, where I have various Let's Plays of me playing role-playing games, and you can find those characters typically some room for change, but typically dismantling the authoritarian system and occasionally killing demons. Bye. That is that. Bye. Thanks for stopping by for this part of our adventure. This podcast is part of the We Play RPGs network. You can learn more about We Play RPGs at WePlayRPGs.com, on all social media at WePlayRPGs, and if you support this podcast on patreon.com slash weplayrpgspodcast, you can always find wonderful merch at tpublic.com. Just search for WePlayRPGs. Anyway, bye! <laughs>